are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. It's good to be back on the podcast again. I know last time, people, I had left out of here in disgust, which anyone would with the current situation and way of thinking of the people, melanated people in our community and some around the globe. However, I'm back with my show. It's new and it's not going to be talking about too much political stuff or injustice stuff or why this and that. That format has been thrown out. What it's going to be focused on, as I said, practical talk, real talk, and uh, things that I've been engaged in and things that you probably been engaged in. So I'm going to talk about those things and give my commentary on that. Uh, again, I want to give a, a shout out and greatly thank you for those who have been supporting the podcast since I left and who've been holding down and sharing. I thank you so much for that. Uh, I know the haters are, God dang it, this nigga back. So I know it is, but... Again, we already know what you're about. You're our open enemy, and we're going to be dealt with. So we're not going to deal with that anymore. But um, I want to give a shout-out to a couple of new subscribers or new subs that I've been watching on YouTube and, and following. Give a shout-out to Replica Fish. I think he's out of the U.K. Good, you know, brother content is pretty good. It's funny. Uh, he's talking about women issues, um, the modern woman and so forth so i you know for brothers you want to tune into that channel probably already have uh keep following give a thumbs up to replica fish that he is funny with his videos and very um on par or on his square as he always say and um also like to give a shout out to erica lachey she has a youtube channel too and she talks about the real black feminists and she's a very poised and eloquent woman you know you learn something i learned something she helped me out with um certain things that i you know about business because she was talking about something business and that's how i came about her on youtube so if you really women you want to go follow her man you know you want to just go look up some things and listen check her out on youtube as well also the 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 normal professor black true water folks shout out to all your whatnot that being said people the podcast show is going to be aired only on Mondays. I'm only going to drop one show a week, and that's going to be on Mondays only. So set whatever devices that you hear this podcast on to Monday, and I'll drop a podcast giving a commentary on what I saw in the news today or something that counter whatever it is, you know, something that may cross my mind and I want to talk about that bring to the conversation. With that out of the way and all those announcements, let's dive right in to the podcast. Today podcast is going to be about card investment and grading. I have recently had got into the card investment and uh, I tell you, I have bought a couple of cards that I like and some well-to-do cards that I thought will probably make some money because, you know, everybody was saying, you go get that, you know, chase that million dollar card, that one, that 11, that 11 million dollar card and so forth. And it's always been like uh, Mickey Mantle and uh, Luca. Uh, y'all know Luca who played for the Mavericks. And I saw the pattern of people giving, you know, not giving homage to the GOATs. Those are the greats. 
who would play, and most of the people that was great that was playing was black. And, you know, I, I do football, baseball. I do a little bit of basketball, but baseball and football are my uh, go-to cards that I like to collect. So I, I've seen that a lot of uh, goats or greats in baseball and football were being ignored. And there's always, you know, well, we're doing with ultra modern. And, you know, and if you don't know what ultra modern is, that's today's cards. There, you know, there's certain phrases and terminologies that you need to understand. So ultra modern is cards from 2000, I'm going to say anywhere between 2000 to now, current. Anything that's junk wax, and you're going to hear that term, junk wax, is 1999 to 80 on back. And then you have vintage is going to be from 70s to probably... 1945 right in there. That's as close as I'm going to get it. And I'm not going to go into all explaining these categories because, again, you can go check them out on YouTube. And there, and there's plenty of other people that can break these down uh, categories down. But um, I like what they consider jump wax because, of, you know, I collected baseball cards in the 80s and 90s and whatnot and so forth. And I, and I like the players. But I, I'm telling you that when I got into this grading thing, people, it was like, what the hell? It was a frenzy. It was kind of, it, it, no, it wasn't kind of correction. It was confusing. It was very confusing, and it was kind of lost because you took away the collectability part or the fun of the hobby because it was a hobby, and that's an investment. And you've seen people buying, you know, cars up like boom, 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 you know, $5.5 million card for a, a Mickey Mantle card, uh, $9.6 million for a Luka Doncic card, all, all this food. I'm like, man, you know, of course I know, you know, you're getting in the phrase, I, I, oh, I'm a, I could find me a card. But this is the scam of this pyramid because it, it is a pyramid scam to a point. The powers that be, the investors, the real people who got money are going to bag the people that they want. You know, uh, it's not for everybody, you know, as I learned. Because as I said, again, there's some greats from uh, um, Ozzie Smith to damn Deion Sanders um, to Jerry Rice to Emmitt Smith and on and on in those two fields that have done good for the game in Major League Baseball and football. But they're not being sought off because they're not at the top. Now, if you follow the sports card thing, it's all been on basketball. Since Jordan, they, uh, they did the thing in Netflix, the Netflix special with the Bulls, Jordan cards was handling off the, off the rack. You couldn't find a Jordan card. And then you got Kobe, and then you got LeBron, and Shaq came up a little bit. And so I got a couple of Shaq cards, real nice Shaq cards too. Got a whole bunch of Scotty Pippen cards, real nice Scotty Pippen cards, and, and a lot of people didn't give Scotty his things. So that, that's a that's a different 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 standpoint. That's a different topic. But anyway, the whole thing about it is that the frenzy of people sitting around saying, "Hey, we could make this into an investment, take it from collector to investor." But those who set the rules of the investing pick the cards and pick the, you know. What was what is considered valuable? I would think that uh, a Reggie Jackson card, vintage, would be more than 
a Luka Doncic card to a point. Because Luka, you know, I mean, I know it comparing apples and oranges, but I'm saying that if you were picking something of value, Reggie Jackson has a, a established career. Luka just played a couple years. But why is his card better over this person here? Well, uh, uh, uh. And people couldn't explain, but I had to do research. It's because the investors, the hedge fund investors that put the money in, they are the one backing up who, what, when are being considered valuable, if you understand. So this is the little trick out here that's going on. Again, I got into the thing for a minute. You know, shit, I was out here trying <laughs> trying my hand into it. And I and people, I have I bought some box sets and some real nice ones, some real nice boxes with some real good cars, right? And I, I consider myself an an investor and a collector. I like to collect and invest more collecting because I like, you know, looking at the card. Like, oh man, you know, I I finally got that Reggie Jackson card. I finally got that uh, Ozzy Smith card. I finally got that thing Emmett that I've been long for. And it has been some and it's some cars, people that when I was collecting cars back in the day I couldn't get you know it was hard to get now I found them with ease so I just knew that if I go get them graded you know this is this is the other part of the scam if I just get them graded oh my god I, you know it you know it'll take it to the next level <sighs> here we go with the grading wars and scams so if you don't know what PSA PSA is the uh, professional sport uh, authentication company that does grading. Everybody called PSA the holy grail of sports card grading company. If you don't get that PSA, I ain't buying If You hear that, go on YouTube and you don't believe me, Google PSA. Um, you have P people that worship P a PSA till, they, till their lips fall off and their tongue is dry. Talking about PSA this and PSA that. And then you have Beckett. And you would think Beckett would be in there because Beckett got the book. If you don't know, you can go to Bars and Noble and pick up a Beckett price book. I have one. I have a um, 2017 Beckett price book. So you would think, well, Beckett should be up in there because they setting the prices, right? Wrong. That, mm -mm, that ain't happened. Their grading company is going through some stuff. Then you got SGC. And you, can, <laughs> you think, well, SGC is pretty good. They should be doing some. Nah. And you got, uh, what is it, H, HGH that's come out. And then you can now you have this car company, CSG. So you got all these cars. And, and then you got another car company called Pure. These car companies are coming out. And Pure, out for a, a side note, Pure is more for the collectible. They sell cars. They, they slab them. They don't discriminate to a point from what I've heard. I haven't tried them, but, and I'm not paid to say that but from what i've seen it you know they really try to stick with the collecting part not the investing part so if you send some cars that 50 bucks that slab it boom send it back to you no problem from what i've seen on youtube but everyone else is into the investing part not just collecting and you will go on any of these companies that i've mentioned besides pure grading company and then you can see the turnaround times is just Shoo, you know, out there. They talking about 188 days, 190 days to get your cars back. Some of them talking about two years. Some people has been waiting a year 
or more for uh, graded cars for PSA. And why PSA closed their doors because of the fake slab scandals that they was going through. And so they had to hurry up and get another investor who came in, who was uh, Nat Turner and his group came in and bought PSA and took it from, uh, I think it took it from public to private. And so they closed their doors and tried to hike up their prices and because people were sending cars just buying boxes. I mean, I got it to the freezer. Like I said, I got at least a good 15 boxes of cards, real good vintage cards, or what they consider junk wax era cards. And I, where I got them from, this, the person who sold them, I don't know where she got them from, but uh, either a relative or someone had them. These cars was pristine. They were intact. For their for the year from 1980 to 88 to 89, 90 on up, because uh, back in the day, if you don't know the history of baseball cards or trading cards, back in the day, these card companies, Tops and everyone was pro promoting and printing these cards out like Mac got gangbusters promoting them, and they oversaturated the market and the cards bust. I'm just gonna give you a little brief history on they, they bust. And so a lot of these cars ended up in the in the landfill. They landed ended up in the incinerator. Then people burned them. Some people kept them, saying, "Well, maybe one day they might come back." And those who was faithful enough to keep them, some you know went through hard luck and put them in uh, storage. And those storages got sold, and other people took possession of those cars. Now those cars are back out on the thing. And people got into it, like I said, got into the investing thing, you know, you know, on that hunt for that $11 million car. The only two cars that, that's been up there that's been making close to $11 million is Mickey Mantle and Luca Doncic. That's, that's the only two cars that's been up there. But you start looking at all the other greats, there are black people, black men, melanated men. You don't see them nowhere on that list. You don't see no one on that list. And so you see that the I said that's the scam, because if you're gonna really put the stacks out there to sell these cards, you Luca wouldn't be up there. He wouldn't he wouldn't even be a distant third. Mickey Mantle wouldn't even be up there. He Willie Mays would be them big Mickey Mantle. Matter of fact, Satchel Paige should be beating Mickey Mantle, because you know if you've been let's follow him that now baseball is now honoring and accepting. All the Negro leagues stats that they had for years disbanded and denounced and devalued. Now they're willing to accept it, and if, and if their stance and uh, the are stand, you know, accepted. Satchel Paige, being the oldest, one of the oldest pitchers, he will out be outvalued than Mickey Mantle. Let's just put it out there. However, they're not going that route. See, because again, the people who invest in the money are white, and they are pick they hand pick their own people. And I know people say, "Oh, Miss Q, here you go picking up the racist thing." No, no, no. This is business, and this is how Esau get down. Now, I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's how Esau get down, because if it's gonna be a real fair, fair trading and investing in these cards, Mickey Mantle will be beat hands down with Satchel Page. And, uh, and then Satchel Page will be replaced by, I forgot, another black pitcher from the Negro League. He will be a second, and Mickey Mantle will be fourth. Let's just be honest. But because the investors are white 
and some Arab people, you're not gonna get it. You're not gonna get it the way it's gonna be. So I'm just gonna I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just showing you the the dark side of the sports card investing that nobody wanna talk about. And again, like these gradings, these grading companies, like I just got my submission back from CSG. And I'm 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 very much pleased with it. I had to learn what the hell most of the stuff what they were looking at. But after I studied and read their documents about how they graded the companies, I'm very satisfied with the end product. However, I would not dare send them any cards right now at this present time. I probably have wait another three to four years to do it because they've been slammed since they took on all the blunt of PSA, Beckett, and SGC, and everybody just keeps slamming them, sending them, sending them, sending them, sending them. And again, they keep changing their turnaround times. And again, up to two, almost a year, they finna go up to a damn year almost. And I'm not finna sit there and wait for no damn <laughs> 25 cards. Because the card, the order I sent was 20 cards. And the damn, they had to wait 61 days. Really, 61 days to get my cards back. When they originally, it was probably 45 days. I had to wait 61 days to get my cards back. Then they were trying to catch an attitude with me because I was like, yo, where my stuff at? You see? So, um, but overall, you know, I'm, I'm satisfied with the outcome of the thing. I, I wouldn't do it again right now. I would want to do it as a collector, but the collecting environment has changed. It's in investing, and they have moved towards that. PSA, Beckett and them took all their bulk orders in the economy. Now they just got premium. And that means only the best of the best <clears throat> that they think is going to make the grade. They're not taking all of the stuff. And pretty soon CSG is going to do the same thing to a point or they're going to hike up all this stuff as much to keep the, the momentum going. Now, my own thing that I don't like about CSG, that now that I know how they did the grading system, I will not get subgrades anymore. I will just get the grade. But I will, uh, but this first order... And I did it because of a strategic thing, because soon, if not in the future, they'd be having a pop report. If you don't know what that means, that term of pop, population report of certain cards in the system that has been graded in their system that they can, you know, go and check and look and evaluate and compare. So I wanted to be a part of that first $100,000. I mean, I, excuse me, that first one, I'm thinking about money. <laughs> Sorry, people, my bad. I'm thinking about the first being a part of the first 100,000 of that pop report. So that's why I did it to be of that first 100,000 entries to be in that first. Because, again, as time goes by, even though that my cards, some of them were nines and nine, uh, 9.5s and 8.5s and stuff, those cards will be more rare to in investing. And this is how the, the scam, the, 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 the investing part is going to kick off. For this company, because this company do deal with money and other intellectual properties that they encase for collectibles now slash investors. So I wanted to be a part of it. That's the only way, reason I went with CSG. But I will not send any more cards back there at this current time because I'm not going to wait <laughs> that anymore. I, I damn near lost my mind. Like, yo, where my cards at first? When they, they don't, they would, they got the cards, people, and then. They, the card sat there in, the, in, a, in a so-called safe until the person came in and got them. So you didn't know whatever it is. And then when they did it, they had to wait till they get a grader because you have, have an assigned grader to your 
thin if you got an economy. Oh, economy sucks. Standard you was kind of good, but standard even sucks. And the, the, the only thing that they're doing now is express, express, express. And it costs more to do express. A lot more. So, you know, I had to work with my budget. But again, that was my ultimate goal of going with CSG and being part of the grading company with that company since it's being a new company. Once they put their population report together to be of that first 100,000 cars that were submitted in there because that's going to be kind of their bread and butter once they start putting valuable on it. I know people might say, well, it's not a 10. Yes, but you got to look at it as in an investor state when it's a new company. If this company, and I don't know, but if this company does overtake PSA or any other company or it comes close to it, that first 100,000 submissions are going to be more valuable than any of the other submissions to a point. Not devaluing or saying whatever, but you know it'd be that particular one towards that company because that's going to be their flagship value. And people say, oh, well, you know, don't, you know what I'm saying? And I know people don't, you know, don't think of it, but it's, it's also in, in trick, not in coins. If certain coins or certain vintage years, even though they may have a full set, but they have certain cards that they pick, that certain card, uh, not certain card, but that certain coin, excuse me, in that year may have more valuable than any other coin because it's rarity or it's set at a lower population rate, if, if I'm making sense. So bear with me, people. I'm, I'm, I learn. I'm learning just like you. But anyway, overall, my experience, as I said again, with it is good. I like the cars. The casing is is solid and whatnot. And I, I do advise you once they calm down and get some more stuff, more people in there, then, you know, if you really want to send your cars in and do whatever. But the opt out for the subgrades. Just get the grades. Go on about your business and be done. Get you a grader. They got a grading kit on Amazon, I think, for $19, $16. Before you send your card in, get the grading kit and grade your cards and take a note, make a notation, a log. So when you just have the standard grade, like a nine mint or gem mint, 10 or whatever, you already write your little corn, your subgrades down for that card and you document it yourself. So you can know when people say, well, hey, what, your subgrade? Well, what, what was the subgrades on this card here? You can sit here and look you know, and pull it up, say, well, I got my own little log I made myself. Because I don't even want to pay the damn. Because it's it's twenty what twenty five dollars a pop for per car, for subgrades. They going they went up. It was five, but I think it's like twenty five now. So I could be wrong, but check the prices. You know, they it varies. But that way, if you decide to sell the card or trade the card to somebody else, and they just see like a nine or ten on it, you can go and say, look, man, this is what I I did. This I got this kit, and I did this, and this is subgrades for it. That's why you got this nine. Oh, oh, okay. And you really have to look at, get the information from CSG, which I can say they are very helpful. It's in there. You just have got to print it out and read it because it, it helped me. Because at first, I'm like, what in the hell are you doing? Well, how you get that? But once I read it and understood where, how they got it, that's why I just, okay, this is what it is right here. And I just deal with it. So, people, what all this have to deal with the investing part? Well, Again, if you are into the investing part of doing cards, you need to know this. That way you can, won't have to spend all your money because it, it is a headache to a point. It ain't cheap to get these mugs. 
<laughs> get them graded. They're not, people. They're not cheap. It, it cost me $325 to get my cards graded with subgrades because I had to get the up package. I had to get the membership because if you would have did it straight up, it would be, I would have been hurt real bad. I, it probably my 450 But 325 was was something manageable and eh, whatever. I, I kind of had to eat it. Anyhow, but the investing part you see is a scam to a point because as I mentioned, if you ain't got Jordan in the basketball, especially in basketball, basketball is hot in the car investing arena. If you don't have Jordan, LeBron, Kobe, uh, Luca, uh, Zion, or some other person, it's another person up in there. If you don't have that, and and it it, it drives you crazy to a point, you're not gonna you know get the return in it. This is not for those people who really trying to, to for me, because again, I'm an investor and a collector. I'm more collectible person than an an invest. I invest in the card itself. As I said again, I have right now in my hand, I have a 2010 Ken Griffey Jr. Jim Mint 9. I like the card because, again, I like Ken Griffey. You know, I used to watch Ken Griffey, Griffey knocked that out of there. I like the fact that Griffey and his father both played in the league, and I like the history behind Ken Griffey and his achievements. I like the car, how the photographer caught Ken Griffey and his moment. That's, that's what I like about the car. So that's why I wanted to put it in the case, to preserve that. So when I'm holding it, I'm not putting my nasty fingerprints on it. When I'm touching this plastic in this case, I know that it's preserved. That's what I look for in the car investing. Other people don't do that. It's all about what's hot, what's not, who's buying, who's getting, who's going about to go out the door, whatever, who got broke, who made this, that. I look at the overall person's stats, what they achieve, you know, what they brought to the game. Because Ken Griffin, he changed the game. Uh, Deion Sanders, he changed the game. Uh, Reggie Sanders, he changed the game. And countless others, Richie Hendricks, he changed the game, Stolen Bases, Otis Nixon. All these people changed the game of, NB, of, of uh, NBA or NFL or MLB. They changed it. They added something, their own thing to the game. And so that would drove me to get that card. And you would think that and to see that card preserved, it's not beat up, it's not stained. And someone took the time to invest in putting into it. You would think that car would own value to it, but I was wrong. But to me, again, the collector is everything. So that's just my commentary on that, people. And that's just my time I have for that subject. Again, it's good to be back doing the podcast, people. Um, I hope you learned something for it. If not, go check out some YouTube channels about more about grading and stuff. You hear more people complaining about it. <laughs> Me, I was one of them in the beginning, but as I sat there and read the information from uh, CSG and others, how they go about their grading, I had to say, okay, I had to calm down and find out what's going on. But the investing part is the flipping. You know, people, you you see people flipping out stuff. Word to the wise on uh, CSG, one thing I do like about their case is this, this is tamper-proof, and you'll see a lot of people used to go in there uh, type in breakers. P- 
people like to break the cards out of the case and resent, used to resubmit them back to PSA to get a better grip. I ain't like it, so I sent it back. You can't break this out of here. You break this card out here, you're going to damage it. I, you could look at the case. If you take a hammer to this case, you're going to damage this card. It's going to be finished. That's how good this card, uh, this card case at CSG is. So any fool that's out there that's, that's you know, <laughs> tempted enough to take a hammer to it and break it, just kiss that card goodbye. I just want to throw that out there. That's just a little tidbit from what I've seen just observing and looking at uh, the Beckett case and PSA case and SG case and from it. You put a hammer to this, <laughs> that card is gone. It's gone. Seriously. You put a, uh, you try to pry it open with a screwdriver. Kiss your hand goodbye because you're going to get some. I know you probably said, what did Mr. Q did you do it yourself? I'm like, no, I'm just imagining. You know, you look at it like, hmm, maybe I put a screwdriver in that little crack there. It might crack open. Nah, I, nah, I don't think so. You're going you're gonna to hurt yourself real bad. And you're going to hurt this card. It's going to be worthless. So, I just want to throw that out. But again, people, it is good to be back, the podcast. Again, I give a shout out to all of you. Like I always say, be safe, be vigilant out there. Always learn. Always try to learn something new. Get away from the bull. You know, let it be when things don't work like I had to do. Let it be. Go to do something else. Take your mind off of it. Get refreshed. Come back to it or whatever or move on. So until next time, be safe, be vigilant. I'm your man, Mr. Q, the war machine. I'm out. This was the War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.